Good evening, Patriots, and happy Mother's Day to everybody. Mother's Day weekend, if you're still on the West Coast, happy Mother's Day if you are on the East Coast. Today is Saturday, May 7th in the year 2022. Patriots, we've got a lot to cover today, a lot of interesting things that are developing. Just keep in mind that the world is a stage, and that's very important to remember. Before we begin, make sure you're getting your good night's sleep. And right now, MyPillow has some of their best products ever as a buy one, get one free to ensure that you do get a good night's sleep. Classic MyPillows are buy one, get one free. MyPillow sheets, buy one, get one free. Six-piece towel sets, buy one, get one free. All sorts of amazing savings. And you can get take advantage of those savings with your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's the homepage for Bards Nation. You won't be dissatisfied because there's all sorts of amazing specials. In addition to all the buy one, get one free, we also have my slippers on sale for 50% off, big sales on doggy beds and pet blankets. You have mattress toppers and full sleep systems on with big, big discounts, 50 and 40% off. And every time you use your promo code right now, you're going to get a copy of Mike Lindell's book, What? Uh, what are the odds, which is his story from addict to one of America's greatest CEOs. So check it out. Head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. And then if you want to speak to a real person, someone who breathes air, not an artificial intelligence mimic, but a real person, you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939, and use your promo code Bards, and they'll hook you right up. So again, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Well, I've got some interesting stuff tonight. I'm going to start something I've been talking about for a bit here. And just to keep in mind is that a lot of what we are witnessing is not what it seems. And we're all pretty clear on that. And one of the reasons that I've been real insistent on this channel, on focus on what you can establish as fact. It's because there is so much deception going on. And in a war of deception, you can get wrapped up and head down wrong rabbit holes all the time. And hence, when we start to bring the actions that we need to do back to local and focus on our communities and our homes and the center point of God, then we're really putting stress on the things that do matter in our lives. I bring this up because I've been mentioning a couple of times, and I last few weeks is why are we just like we started with the COVID thing? Why are we seeing footage coming out of China? It's a big question I have because, and why Shanghai and nowhere else in the country and what is actually going on? And this is an important question to ask because China, if you know about China at all, you know that they have one of the most highly developed digital walls ever created. And it's run by a super integrated artificial intelligence system, which doesn't allow much of anything to escape the country without them knowing it is the first thing. They may allow it, but they will always know that it get that it gets out. So with that in mind, a video popped up today, which I have since posted in the uh, Bards FM family room on Telegram. And I've also put it in the Bards FM Canadian Revolution channel on Telegram. It's important to take a look at this. This clip on Telegram is 
doing exactly what I've been suspecting. It is showing the staged delivery of food and and sanitizing of food by workers that are in full Tyvek white outfits. It's looking like a lot of what we're seeing in Shanghai is a complete psyop. And I've suspected that for some time. There's something much else at play there. And even though I've talked to people that have family in Shanghai and they claim they're in lockdown, that may very well be the case. We can't account for why Shanghai and many of the, we just can't account for a lot of things in Shanghai. Now, this all leads to the video that was dropped on May 2nd. And it was dropped by the fourth PSYOP group and it was titled Ghosts in the Machine, which I talked about on Thursday night, I believe, or maybe it was Wednesday night. And I did put the link under the video or under the podcast. Ghosts in the Machine, the where I picked it up, was with the 1st Special Forces Battalion. And I'll be honest, I missed something really huge when I first reviewed that video until today. In the video, shortly on in in the video, in fact, there is a... Um, in. There is a ghost, literally a ghost hanging from a tree, a bush. And what's interesting about this, I'm just going to play the background of the video. I'm actually going to play it while I talk and I can read you some of the words. Um, This is the video here, and it starts out as, If your opponent is of choleric temper, seek to irritate him, pretend to be weak that he may grow arrogant. That's Sun Tzu. And then we go into a short video of a clown. And it says, it says, have you ever wondered? The peaceful pro-democracy demonstration in China comes to a violent and bloody end. Mr. Gorbachev, and it shows scenes from Shanghai. This wall. The empty streets, and it says, who's pulling the strings? Question mark. And then it emphasizes who, H-O-W. Wolves hiding nearby, whispering do or die. Born from the ashes. Now, this is so important right there. When you see this video, you need to see this video. There is a ghost, and it says, born from the ashes. And I missed this the other night. And I knew I had seen this ghost before. And I was like, man, where did I see this ghost? So I just did an image search for ghosts. And then I found it. And here it comes. It was called the Ghost Army. The Ghost Army was a United States Army tactical deception unit during World War II, officially known as the 23rd Headquarters Special Troops. The 1,100-man unit was given a unique mission within the Allied Army to impersonate other Allied Army units to deceive the enemy. By the evening of June 6, 1944, D-Day, when they landed on Normandy with the 1st Army, the first of its detachments were in action against the enemy. Now, what's really important about this is during this entire little clip that was put in there, there is a scene where they you see a, an old footage, black and white footage from World War II, that they're flipping a tank. So what a lot of, this, 
there was a movie, by the way, done on this. It was done by PBS. It's a documentary, and it was called The Ghost Army. What the Ghost Army was responsible for was creating one of the greatest deceptions of all time. And what it was is during the invasion of Normandy, which was led by Eisenhower, they took General Patton and they gave him another assignment. He was to prepare a fake army to make it look like it was going to invade from a different way. And the ghost army built all the props. They used people from Hollywood. They created inflatable tanks. They created inflatable landing craft. They, they, they created a fake army completely. So that when the Germans flew over, they literally thought and they saw that they got the intelligence that Patton was doing this. And they convinced themselves that the real invasion was not going to be on Normandy. That the real invasion was going to be somewhere else because there was no way that they would not allow their greatest general ever not to be involved in one of the greatest battles of the war. So I bring this up because there is a lot of deception going on around the world. And the day that that was dropped was the day that the Supreme Court leak happened. And to say born from the ashes, ghost army, it's really important to understand the symbology here because this group is legendary for its success in World War II. And it just so happens that when I began working at Fort Meade for a group which was known as Asymmetric Warfare Group, which is a special missions unit. One of the group reasons that I was working there of others was that they had just made commitment to revive the methods of deception as a critical part of warfare in the army. My point of all this is there's a lot going on here and there's a lot of pieces. And so I want to play for you something here, a very astute observance that fits right in. Something the American people aren't talking about or the news isn't talking about, but we should be talking about is how come Donald Trump showed up to his Pennsylvania rally last night in Air Force Two? Um, Air Force One and Air Force Two, if you didn't know, are the planes that the president and vice president ride in at all times. The vice president and president aren't allowed to ride on the same plane, which has happened with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And ex-presidents aren't allowed to use the planes after they leave presidency. So how is Donald Trump showing up to his rallies inside of Air Force Two if he still doesn't have some type of presidential power? And besides his presidential power, why is he getting to use these planes if he is not our president? Something in the government is not as clear as people think and some things that you're seeing today aren't as exactly what they seem because if donald trump is showing up in air force two obviously joe biden and kamala harris are playing some games with the american people and they don't want to tell you the truth yet but ex-presidents aren't allowed to use the president's planes so what's going on that young man who looks like he's about 20 18 to 20 nailed it ex-presidents aren't allowed to use air force one or air force two in fact when John F. Kennedy was assassinated, the vice president in flight changed the call sign from Air Force Two, because he was on Air Force Two, to Air Force One in flight. And then once they're done, they're never allowed to use Air Force One or Air Force Two again. 
There's some things that I'm just going to throw out to consider as we go through some of these clips tonight, and it's important to reflect upon. The dollar was ultimately going to tank. There was no escaping that. We've known this since it actually was started as a petroleum dollar. Because when you create a fiat currency and your world debt is leveraged off of fake money, ultimately it's going to explode. And ultimately it has to be reset. President Trump took control of the keys with Mnuchin to control the economy, manipulate the numbers. And people saw, got a glimpse, I should say, of what an economy would be like if it was booming. But to do that, they had to literally drag out of the economy any of its last living life. And we know this by indirect evidence. We know that the economy, when President Trump left, I should say when he was his when his election was stolen from him. We know that the economy was bankrupt because since 2020. There has been more money printed. 80 percent of the money in circulation, in fact, has been printed since 2020. And that tied to COVID stimulus and all the other garbage that Joe Biden's been doing and his his hand puppet administration. We also know that Biden didn't arrive when he came in and arrived for his, quote, inauguration, which was a complete, most of it was a CGI event, which we can prove. That's not even a question. And if you doubt that, just dig around, do your research, and you'll find that there's all sorts of glitches and anomalies in the way people are placed in there, almost as if it was pre-recorded. Joe Biden didn't arrive on any military transport he didn't he arrived on a civilian jet and he was had a private contingent of security which wasn't the secret service and remember and don't forget they were locked out of the white house they also have a stage set up somewhere that we still haven't identified where it is but he goes to that every day he does a briefing and the crazy part is the american public just accepts this crap instead of being irate and demanding truth. And the press obviously is as complicit as anybody. They are truly the enemy of the people. All of this is framing the point of there's a lot of change happening, and, I, and I, this is where I was going with the economy. At some point, the economy was going to have to tank because that's the World Economic Forum's model, that they were going to do the Great Reset and put everybody onto a CBDC. But what President Trump did was to accelerate the economy and boost it up, not help drag it down, which made it more difficult to destroy the economy, but at the same time, drug out all of the excess out of the economy to make that happen, which left the Biden administration, this these insurgents that are up there, with no money to play with. And you can tell this and other issues, like they don't have any money for new vaccines. Wonderfully, I'm happy about that, but they don't. They don't have funding for things that they should have funding for. And all the promises they've been made, the only way they're making fulfilling these promises is spinning the presses more. So part of my theory has been from the beginning that not only did they know that the election was going to be rigged and and they were going to try to steal it, but even more than that, they've let them steal it intentionally. It wasn't just a coup. It was an anticipated coup that they let them have. Now, why would you do that? 
And of course, with this, there's a lot of things that happen. But when you know that there's going to be an attack on the American people, which there has been, it's been the injection, which I, that doesn't take Trump out of the picture here, by the way. We're going to come back to that. When you know that there's a, going to be an attempted collapse of the economy economically, and you know that the economy, no matter what, is going to tank, effectively what President Trump did in my theory with his people, and, and I, I have enough pieces to say I'm pretty solid on this, is they accelerated the speed of the economy so that the collapse of the economy would not be controllable. And I think we're witnessing that right now. But knowing that the economy was going to be off timing for their reset, the last person you would want in office was a a president as popular as President Trump. You need to have a fall guy. And ultimately, by putting, letting the, the, the hand puppet Biden and his lackeys take office, their presence exposes the bigger hands behind the game and we begin to see who the real hand puppet masters are in this whole thing and the whole system not only comes unraveled but we get to see who's behind it and that's going to ultimately lead to us having to make some hard decisions on what we want to do in this country because it's not just going to get fixed by one person or another. Take a listen to this piece. Same young man that's made this piece. It's another good one. Jen Psaki comes out and tells everybody today to brace for extreme numbers in your food and gas prices. You think they're high now, she said, but be ready because we're trying to beat the system so the next month is going to be a little hard on the American people, the consumers only. Not them, us. So we are going to be paying close to $8 in gas where I live. We're also going to continue to pay almost $8 for a gallon of milk. You thought Joe Biden was going to fix America and you sat there and said, oh, we're voting for Joe because there's no other better candidate. Maybe we should take voting a little more seriously and actually look into the candidates because what's happening right now is putting us into a very, very, very deep hole that Trump just dug us out of from the Obama era because Obama put us in the same hole Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are doing. But Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are digging a little deeper than than Obama did. We need to wake up and realize the inflation, the prices, all of the things that are happening to us are not because of past presidents. To a certain degree, true. But I think that in the bigger scheme of things, not exactly true. That's He goes by political view three on TikTok, by the way. Essentially, what happens is, is you accelerate the economy to give people the sense of what a true booming economy would be, knowing that you're going to lose the election. And how do I also know that I, why do I also believe that? Because a year before he lost the election, President Trump moved to Mar-a-Lago and made his residency in Florida, the same state that is the headquarters for Special Operations Command, SOCOM, which is what is now the new branch of the military because SOCOM used to come under the Army. But in the last 40 to 60 days when President Trump was in office, He installed Christopher Miller and Ezra Cohen-Watnick to lead the new branch of the army, which was SOCOM. That's extremely, extremely significant because it means that SOCOM no longer has to report to the army to get its needs. It has its own seat at the table and is its own branch in the military. 
and they're housed in Tampa, Florida. All of these things were happening before the election. So my personal opinion is the election was not only known that they were going to rig it, they let them steal it. And it wasn't just to wake people up. It's because this was so massive and so big that there was no stopping it. You had to pivot and let them take control. And my other piece is most of what we've been witnessing, though, is an illusion. People have been watching these illusions, and because they what they see on TV, they believe. But D.C., to a large degree, is vacant. Again, another probability, based on the situation, is they probably have gone into what is called the continuity of government model, And most of those in D.C. have moved to remote, secure locations that are in the good side to run the government because we were taken over. Now, I know some of this, you've been, for those of you that follow devolution, there's some of that in there. there it isn't as, devolution's an interesting theory. I bring, and I'm, I'm, it's good to read. It's, again, a lot of this stuff you can consume your whole life with. I think it's good to keep things in perspective to know that there is a deception war going on and there are some good guys fighting for us and that's important. But our role, and the reason I stress this so much and I, I don't like stressing the, the big theories about what's going on behind the scenes too much is because it's too easy to get run down those rabbit holes and effectively do nothing when we have to be doing more than ever right now in our local community. The one thing that's absolutely true in an insurgency and a counterinsurgency, we were hit with an insurgency. We're now fighting from a counterinsurgent point of view. And what is essential in a counterinsurgent point of view is that people get their local communities in order. The success of a counterinsurgency always pivots on your local communities, getting them strong and loyal and tied together. Because to undo or to root out an insurgency it's very much like taking out an embedded cancer. And as we are witnessing, it is everywhere. You are seeing how deep it goes. It goes from literally the most high locations in the world down to your local school board. And that's a fact. But we always have this issue about the vax. And this was more than disturbing in the rally that, that Trump just had. So take a listen are some friends of mine they wanted to say i said don't come tonight let's go another time it's pouring woody johnson a great gentleman you ever hear of johnson and johnson he owns the place i tell you what this guy's got cash like nobody's got cash johnson and johnson his incredible wife suzanne johnson whose family is very very close and she comes from ukraine so she's uh she has a little bit of a hard time with it, but she's an incredible woman. Uh, yeah, Johnson & Johnson, so cool, so Pfizer and Moderna, okay? And look, I guess in a certain way, I'm the father of the vaccine because I was the one that pushed it. Respect to the MAGA crowd who just stood there like, uh, isn't Johnson & Johnson in the news now for something else? Can you let me know in the comment section? Don Juan, the great vaccine salesman, just can't stop himself from covering for Big Pharma. If you were smearing me for noticing this a year ago and you want to apologize, you don't have to, I forgive you, but you would look better in a God bless hat, let's be honest. Yeah, you would be much better if you had a Don or a God bless hat on. So he puts it on. It's awesome. That was major troll. This is good. I mean, 
the to to credit to the MAGA crowd, they were dead silent. Dead silent. But there's a major issue here. And it's a major problem that we have with a whatever his position is. I mean, he's flying an Air Force Two, so apparently he has capacity still to be considered president or we're in dual presidents. I don't know. But we're pushing the injection still. And the problem we're having right now with all this other garbage with Ukraine and the whole hype around Durham and and again, why I don't push much on the devolution stuff is because people are literally dying of this injection. Now, I would ask tonight, that just came to mind, um, our mod, MSN, lost his father this morning. So I just ask that you could please raise prayers for him. He's um wonderful, wonderful human being. And um, so I just, just why I say that, just please raise, keep, keep him in your prayers. Patriots, people are dying in this country. This, they're dying, not, and obviously people die every day, but people are dying right now because of this vax. They're dying because of the, there's, there's a lot of old people that are just dying because they're just exhausted. They're brokenhearted. They've been isolated. They don't have any family. They've been kept away. There's the stresses of this whole time. We have millennials aged 25 to 44. Their death rate is up 20%. That comes from Edward Dodd, who was the senior VP for BlackRock, former senior VP of BlackRock. The real, there's real issues of people dying right now. So I, if you're out here and you're in part of that MAGA or Q crowd that are trying to play this nonsense about, well, we have to show them, which I'm hearing all the time. I literally want to slap these people because you don't show people by killing people. Sorry. Not sorry. That's not how you show somebody. So it's very important that we keep our head in this And really stay focused on what our mission is throughout this. And we, we have a, a very important mission to keep God first in all things. And that's part of the way we lead in this world, which is so, so important. By the way, speaking of BlackRock, and especially if you've done genetic histories and gene studies of your family, here's some news for you. The BlackRock Group, expanding their portfolio, they now own 75% of Ancestry.com. Forget their ties to Podesta, right directly to the Democratic Party, to the Obamas, to the Clintons. We're talking about one of the largest investment firms in the world, now owning majority of the largest repository of DNA. Nothing could possibly go wrong here. Don't worry, your DNA is safe with them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. Larry Fink has got you in mind on that one. I'm sure it's doing just fine. Oh my goodness. Pretty crazy. But here's something to think about. If you're not reading your Bible seriously as a student, like studying it every day, 
then you need to adjust that and make sure that's happening. Because you are marinating in anti-Christian sewage every day. The way this world thinks, the way the entertainment media will shape your mind, all of this, it really is opposed to the things of God. And you really need to have an influence that overwhelms all of that. And Jesus said, you don't live by bread alone. He says, not just food you're eating every day, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Treat it like food. You need it that regularly. You need it that much. And it re you really do depend on it to that extent. So read it and study it. And, and to study it, don't just do feel-good stuff. Actually go through people who will actually expound it for you. And I promise you, it's not so easy to start with. But as you start to unlock the gold, it gets more and more fun. And you start to really, really enjoy it. Yes, you do, and it is a wonderful study. I've met, I haven't really mentioned it for a while, but the Founder's Bible is one of those Bibles that makes that experience very enjoyable. So I'd encourage you to check that out. It is truly a great way to learn and put it in context with our nation, which I, and that's one of the reasons I like the Founder's Bible so much, because it really puts it in relevant terms to what we're fighting for, and not that we need that in the terms of Scripture, but in this day and age, it's a good fuel to remember just how deeply entrenched our founding fathers were with Scripture and what that what it was really trying to do for us as a nation to awaken us and give us an opportunity to truly live in liberty. And that's powerful. And just And here's a good one for us, just as kind of an upbeat perspective that a reminder that there's a lot of good people out here that are very awake. Hi, Mr. Kirster. My name is Ken Trinier. As a first generation Chinese American, would me challenging critical race theories against my professor count as communication? Because my parents came here as immigrants. They never victimized themselves. And yes, they make six figures over the years because that's the American dream, baby. <laughs> He's talking to Charlie Kirk. <laughs> that was awesome, man. So, so let me ask you, uh, do you go to school locally here? Yes, sir. I'm a college student at UNM. And they're teaching critical race theory and all that? Sadly, yeah. And so it's just basically white supremacy is the law of the land and all that. So I'm, I'm curious, technically you're a minority in this country and they tell you you're oppressed. How do you, you and you tell them actually, no, I'm not. Yes, sir, and all the white liberal chicks and guys get all mad at me. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. I can't do any better than that, and I'm so glad you're in America, man. We need more people like you. Thank God bless you. you. That was awesome. That was awesome, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. And we need to hear more voices like that, and all of us seem to be speaking up more like this. We have an amazing country. We have a dirtbag government. But we have an amazing country. And we have amazing people in this country. And it's important to remember that it's these people that are these few that are making it sound like they're the many. This is a classic attempt. This is a classic motive of an insurgency, right? That's what the Bolsheviks did how they use the vanguard, that concept of having a shock troop sort of thing, control the media and the message. Bolsheviks hit it hard, and then once they took power, then they used film and movie, which was developed by Eisenstein, to distribute those among the illiterate masses, which were the peasants of the country, 
to shape the format of history, to tell the story of the Bolsheviks saving the great people of, of Russia, turning it into the Soviet Union, as they went on later to ultimately exterminate about 30 million of their own through the hands of Stalin. This is how they typically win. What they haven't had control of this time is the message. And unlike Russia at the time, we aren't all a peasant illiterate class. At the time of the Bolshevik Revolution in 1917, there was approximately 97% of the country was peasant class and illiterate. That's not the case today, though they were working hard to make that happen. And so they're... Their war now is to continue with the damage through education and our children as a nation, as our children, which is, should be one of our greatest treasures. They're trying to destroy them. What we have to keep in mind, and I think the greatest challenge we're going to have to face as a nation, is we have to avoid the belief in idols. Elon Musk is the latest, and it's it's foolhardy to keep playing this game. I mean, Elon Musk is, is the Defense Department's biggest customer. He's building what he calls Skylink. You might as well call it Skynet for what it's worth. He is actively involved in taking over Twitter and wants to validate all human beings, which means he's likely going to be using some sort of facial rec program. Let us not forget that Elon Musk is pushing for everybody to have an electric car that he wants everybody to be brain chipped. In fact, they're, they're running human experiments for the first time this year on the brain chipping. He believes in vaccines. And Tesla, which is majority owned by BlackRock, is now off ensuring that its employees can have abortions. No matter where they live, they're guaranteed to be flown to paid for abortions wherever they are. This is Elon Musk, who is, mother is a Satanist, and what the right is rallying around is the great hero of the free speech movement because Elon Musk says he's doing that so people are believing him. This sort of nonsense is never going to get us anywhere. When we keep falling off the path as a nation and forgetting the objective of where we are. And this is where it comes back to those that walk with Christ and understand our, our strength. Because we're going to have to fight the trench war. And that trench war is going to be in our local communities. There's the people that are, are falling trap to the deception of trans, this kind of trans movement. It really includes the transhumans, humanists too, because it's all the LGBTQAI plus alphabet. And you have the ones that sympathize with that, that believe that everybody should have a right to identify as whatever they are. It's a whole class of people that see biology and sexual identity as two separate things. And they have been they have been led to believe that they have a majority of power in the voting system because the vote is rigged, because the numbers are juried, because on both this these two fake parties, which are one party, two faces, have been playing this game for years. If we really get down to the real sense of where we sit as voting, those on the rainbow flag side and those in the transhuman side are going to be shocked to discover that they actually don't have a majority. But this is where the deception war is going to be extremely important that people get a good understanding of what's happening. We still don't own the dominant terrain of information. 
when we what we have done well as a movement is to identify those sources we can trust and we go to those and we stay pretty true to those. But we don't own the, the predominant flow of information. They still do. And their audience is very much entrapped into that matrix. And even for us, it's very hard to get to the core of truth because there's so much overwhelming, to quote the previous piece, sewage that's anti-God, anti-Jesus, anti-faith, and anti-country. And it's coming from all sides. So our role in, in hanging on in being diligent as, once again, students and disciples of God's word isn't just for our own sake and salvation. It's literally for the sake and salvation of a nation. We are in the valley of decision. And in that place, we can make the choice for a nation or let the nation fall. And we're not going to win that at a national level. We're going to win that locally where we're going to be able to pivot back our country to what should be a country focused on the values that God wants us to live by and most importantly on the nurturing of the family. And that kind of brings me full circle to where we all will be on Sunday, which is celebrating moms. I hope every one of you has had the experience of having an amazing mother. I think most have. I did. And in all of this craziness, I've had to watch my mom go through some very difficult times. A woman who truly, truly always has found the good in people. One of the more tragic things that I've had to witness, but we've gone through it together, is to see how she's had to accept that there is such a thing as pure evil and not just in a distance, but local and close up. Because the corruption that has happened in our nation is everywhere. And the foolishness of people that have walked blindly thinking that they could walk alone without God are many. But the glory of all that walk is that I've seen my mother come closer to God in a deeper relationship with Christ than I ever thought she would. And that's God's gift. So when I have time with my mom, I'm blessed to have had a mother that never even understood or ever conceived of the idea of an abortion. I'm blessed to have a mother that spent her entire life living for her sons. To this day, still does. In fact, she's with my brother tomorrow. I cooked breakfast this morning so that we could have breakfast together. And tomorrow she's spending, today and tomorrow she's spending with my brother and his wife. She is, says, spent her entire life being a mother. And that to me is one of the most blessed gifts someone can receive. I don't think as a country we've, to a large degree, I don't think we value what that is enough these days. And we need to because we can't exist as a nation without great mothers. We talk a lot about dads. We talk a lot about men and we need of that. And that, that'll come up next month <laughs> on Father's Day. 
But today is a day to truly honor great moms and to honor moms as a whole, whether you're new as a mother, whether you're, you've, whether you've had children and now you're experiencing grandchildren, whatever that is. But we built this nation on great mothers. Because without great mothers, we wouldn't have had great sons and great daughters. And we didn't build this nation on the perverted values of the idiots that are running around and trying to burn cities down to kill a baby. And unfortunately, they haven't realized that their existence here occurred because someone before them, a mother before them, saw their life as more precious than anything in the world. If you're one of those out there that believes in abortion, ask yourself why you're here then. Because if you believe in killing a child, then why don't you believe in killing yourself? If life is that little to you, and if you're that arrogant and selfish, there really isn't a lot of room for that in this world. And if you're willing to destroy a birth within your womb and do so willfully and joyfully, ask the doctor to finish it with you too. Because there's really no place for that. And I mean that truly because life is more precious than that. And God won't look kindly on it anyway. But to all those mothers out there, whether you're new, whether you're considering being a mother, whether you are a mother with kids and now grandkids, however that is, God bless you. Because you've been a huge part of God's world of bringing forward people and children in God's world and nobody's perfect and I'm sure everyone can sit back and we can look back and look at the mistakes we've made and wring our hands because apparently in this world we're supposed to do that we're supposed to feel guilty we do the best we can and in the end God guides it all but the fact that you've been a mother and you've brought a beautiful being into the world What a gift. So thank you. I thank you. I thank my own mom for all that she's done. We just need a nation that truly reclaims what that love and nurturing is. And when we start to get that back into our system and that back into our foundation and that back into our roots, wow, what a great nation we shall be. And that is truly, to me, what MAGA is. It's not 401Ks. It's not stupid fourth industrial revolution, robotics, whatever else. You want to talk about what makes America great again? It's rebuilding the family with mothers and fathers and the nurturing of families. So happy Mother's Day to all of you. Happy Mother's Day to everyone celebrating Mother's Day. God bless you all, and may God continue to share, shed his light on each and every one. Let's pray. Father, we thank you tonight just as we come together and reflect very deeply on the blessing that you have given us of great mothers. The nurturing that this nation needs so much We just pray for the rekindling of that spirit and that trust and that love and 
that desire to once again bring life forward with confidence, with a passion, and a desire to bring life into the world. We're in such a chaotic time, and it's so sad because as a parent these days, Father, and you know well, it is so stressful, it's so concerning of what this world is. There's so much deceit and evil that lurks. We pray for our children, the protection that you can give to ensure that they are as safe as possible. And we pray for the mothers, those that are, those that are to be, just to have that confidence in you. To know that you're there, your strength is there, and you will guide them and protect them and give them the strength to nurture with all the love that you can possibly pour upon them. So thank you, Father. Thank you for my mother. It was a blessing in my life. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Patriots, I hope you all have a very, very blessed Mother's Day with everybody. Enjoy time with your mom. If if you don't have your mom with you, just thank God for what you had. At one point or another, we're all going to have to face the loss of our parents. So we need to spend as much time with them as we can when they're alive. We never know. And that goes for even how we live. We don't know what how long we have on this world. God doesn't give us an unlimited clock. In fact, we don't know what our clock is. So live every day for the fullest. Live every day with the joy and the knowledge that God gave us life to be here and to experience it fully. All this other stuff is really a lot of chaos and noise when it really comes down to it. Most important thing is that we live fully within the moments with Christ and share our life with God every breath. And it's I think it's there that we really start to discover the full sense of dominion over evil and the glories of doing greater works than he. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. Keep your prayers up right now. Our nation needs a lot of prayers for healing and nurturing and for the mothers. And in the end, God will always win. But he has us here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow night for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Reaching out for something to pull us up to level ground. Oh, I can see it now. I can see it now. We're on the edge of a moment, but not a fight.
Letting sunsets down Over the hill where the lost got found Reaching through somehow Oh, you're an island when the world is too loud When the seasons change I know the space between us will stay the same Resting on this faith When your soul answers calls far away Safe place to hide from the rain. 